0: This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at Hostfully.com.
1: Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the default- show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. paid for your
0: Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your, pet. Get paid for your pet.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the last podcast of Get Paid for Your Pad in this decade. And who better to invite on the podcast, on the show, for the last podcast of the decade than somebody who's actually listened to every single podcast I've ever published? (laughs) Rebecca, she is the founder of MadmanVacations.com. She has several properties, one in Maryland one in Florida and one somewhere in the mountains. I didn't quite understand where, but she's going to explain it. Uh, She's done an incredible job. She's got amazing reviews. And one thing that she did really, really well, I looked at her profiles and her listings. And one thing that she does really, really well is she really creates an incredible image of herself as a host, which I think is really, really important because we as hosts are part of the experience that we're offering is not just the space it's also the host is also part of the experience so rebecca we're going to talk all about that rebecca welcome to the show
0: thank you jasper i am so excited to be here and um as you said i've listened to every single podcast binged i binged them all just one after another once i got into this business which was in 2018 and have listened to every episode i've i didn't re- read your book because i'm a stay at home mom and i don't have time to read, but I did listen to your audiobook and did every single thing in there. So I am a huge, huge, huge fan, and uh, I'm just totally blown away that I'm actually on your podcast.
1: <laughs> well, you're you're very, very welcome. Um, it's funny because I looked at your listings and I was thinking like, wow, this listing looks incredible. <laughs> I don't know why.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's because I've done everything like to a T. I mean. I've adjusted some things, uh made it, you know, have it accustomed to things that have happened that I, I need to change things, different things that have come up, I've I've adjusted different things that you've suggested, but at the same time I've I've almost done every single thing you've said. So I, I thank you for helping me be the best that I can be.
1: Yeah, no, I can definitely tell from your listings that you've spent a lot of time and you put a lot of effort into it, which I think is really important and I think a lot of uh, hosts can improve on, uh, you know, just kind of crossing all the, what, how do you say that? Crossing the T's and putting Don't dots know. on the I's. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So one, one, one thing I've never seen before is actually like you've kind of copy, pasted or edited your, your featured image and put the super host symbol in there, um, which yeah. I thought was uh, very creative.
0: Yeah, I saw some people doing that. I got a property down in Disney World, which is like the vacation rental Mecca of the entire universe, as everyone probably knows. And so the competition there is really steep. It's it's a whole different world from where our first property in Ocean City, Maryland. It's a small, you know, it's a little resort town in Maryland. Disney World is huge. It's massive. So I saw people doing that down there. And I was like, man, if they're going to do it, I got to do it too. Because those were the people on the first page on Airbnb. Were the people that had that super host symbol. So I'm like, I guess this is what I gotta do. So I did that myself. So that and I did it for Ocean City property. I think it I think it does help.
1: You gotta do what you gotta do.
0: Yes. Yes you do. Everything everything you possibly can do.
1: Let's go back a little bit. Uh you started your business and you own your properties right you own two properties now. You bought your third property but it's not on the Airbnb yet, is it?
0: Right. Yeah the third property is a piece of land. We have the building all ready to go, but we're just waiting on HOA approval to start the building process. So it's a waterfront piece of land in Deep Creek, Maryland. That's our third property that we just bought last month right before uh, Thanksgiving. So um, that one we should be going live. Hopefully by the end of summer 2020 is what we're hoping for. Yeah. So the first property was in Ocean City, Maryland. That was in January 2018 and that was our first property and and you know as a lot of your guests mention and talk about they weren't really expecting to get into the business quite in the way that they did when they first bought the property or first you know decided to get a vacation home or whatever and that's definitely the same the same story for us we we bought the property just thinking oh it'd be you know fun to have a beach house we grew up going to ocean city for summer vacations we always stayed in a vacation rental and i always dreamed of having a beach house, of course. I mean, I don't know who doesn't. And then just decided, well, let's just, maybe if we can rent it out, like a little bit, we can pay half of our mortgage and we can pay the rest of it out of pocket. And then you know, it would be worth our while as a family just to have a place that we can go to and enjoy, uh, share with friends and family and um, realized quickly how much I absolutely loved the business part of it and the hosting part of it and kind of had a a niche for it. So it definitely quickly turned into a business where I'm like, oh my gosh, we can do more.
1: (laughs) And do you have a background in hospitality or vacation rentals or anything like that?
0: Oh, man. Well, I can say that I have a lot of really amazing women in my life that have taught me good hospitality. My grandmas, my mom, my aunt, my sister, my cousins, like when we do anything when it comes to having people over parties or holidays, we go pretty big. So I definitely learned a lot from them as well as... um, You know, I I worked in retail as a teenager, and you have to learn customer service when you're doing that. And then I became a nurse. I was also a hairstylist for a while, and then also became a nurse. And so you really have to learn those skills of, uh, you know, communicating and trying to make people feel, you know, cared for and, and taken care of. And so definitely those skills that I learned through those different careers that I was in helped as well prepare me for this. So.
1: Awesome. So let's talk about, you know, how do you create a great image of yourself as a host that we, we were chatting a little bit before we started recording and you know one thing that we've noticed in the with our students from the short term um, rental profit academy, the coaching class that we're running, is that a lot of people tend to focus on their space, right? Everybody knows you have to have good pictures of the space. Um, that's really right. important. That's what everybody looks at. And of mm-hmm. course the reviews are important, but I think what's really important as well. And, you know, I stay at Airbnbs all the time, and of course I look at the pictures in the space, but I also look at who is this host? Is this somebody who's reliable? Is this somebody Mm -hmm. who is going to help me if, if I have an issue? Right. And so I think one thing that you've done really, really well is you've, you've really shaped a great image of yourself through Mm -hmm. your listing, right? Because there's, Mm -hmm there's different spaces where you can communicate to your future guests right there is the captions where you can write the way that you wrote the captions it's just very enthusiastic and very detailed and also the description your description is very uh, extensive um you've mm-hmm. written a lot it's also <laughs> kind of funny to read you've you put some humor in there like you really managed to put your personality in there um as well as the responses to the reviews and also your profile and even even your profile picture with which doesn't show yourself but it shows your family i think i can tell from your your profile and everything that uh, you know your family is is very important to you and so i think The way you're communicating with your listing is really you're communicating a lot about yourself. And I think that a lot of people will feel very comfortable booking with you because you know they'll they'll trust that you're gonna put as much attention and effort and eye to detail as you put into your listing, you'll put that into your hospitality as well. And I think I think that's probably a big factor in your success, I would say.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's even why on my Instagram page, my profile picture isn't like an image of our business, you know, our business, some kind of a house or something like that. It's, it's like, it's a picture of our family because that is, you know, I, I definitely consider this a family business. I, as much as I literally do almost everything, my husband helps with, you know, I just started getting him into doing the taxes for me every month, but, but basically I, I run everything and do everything. So, but it's still a family, I, I consider it a family business because you know, we're really in this together. And I think, you know, showing people a little bit about who you are, and getting letting them get to know you on a a little bit more of a personal level, because even with you know, especially with Airbnb, and the different listing sites, a lot of it is done like through messages, and you don't really get to know them very well. And so as much as I can, you know, let people get to know who I am, it definitely builds trust, but then it also builds, you know, a relationship. And I think that relationship is definitely, one of the key factors that has has helped us be successful because I feel like there, there is a relationship built um when they get to know a little bit about who you are so that when there is an issue that comes up or when you know things aren't perfect or the way that they wanted or you know with any any situation I mean of course there's lots of times where there's not a single issue that happens that happens a lot but then there's times where something comes up when you have that relationship built and um You know, then the guests don't get so mad. (laughs) They don't get so upset at you because they know that you're a real person. They know that you're a human. They know that you know. They see in my profile picture. You know, my husband is in his army uniform. You know, they know my. You know, we're a military family. They know that we have two kids. And so there's a little bit more like, let me treat this person with more respect than it is just like a name. And I don't know. I just think that really helps our relationship with our guests, which I think is really important.
1: So your your guests don't get mad because you build a strong relationship, but then your brand is Madman Vacation. So I'm a little confused there.
0: <laughs> Madman Vacation Rentals. Yeah. So I have to admit that the Madman Vacation Rentals was... Basically, I wanted to do a theme. I've I've heard from you know your podcasts as well as other podcasts that having themes is is important for any branding. And you know I'm doing this all on my own. I never took any marketing classes. I'm just learning from people like you, people like that you have on your podcast and stuff, how to have a brand. So I wanted to have a brand, but I really felt like you know as much as I want Mad Men to be our brand, I also want. Like our family to be our brand, you know, because I want you know people to to realize that you know it's a family business, it's a small business. We're not some tycoon that you know owns you know five hundred units. We're not a big property management company. You know, we're a small business. We're a family run business. So um, I think to communicate that, if that is something that you are, as you know, as you're running your business if you're a listener, then I think, you know, sharing that is really important to building trust with your guests and to helping them just kind of appreciate a little bit more where you're coming from.
1: And you know what, like I'm looking at your descriptions and I always feel like you should, you should have a little side business, you know, writing descriptions for other Airbnb house because your descriptions are so good. You know, you're really describing the experience and there's just so much enthusiasm and there's humor in there. It's like, it's very uh it's very cool by the way your uh your listings so one of them is called madman a beach house and the other one that i think is really awesome is called madman magic kingdom house which uh, sounds pretty intriguing uh in itself but then also i look at the pictures and you've really made it a point to to theme every room i i see a room that's designed for kids i imagine and and it's almost like you can sleep in your own little castle
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. we have um, a princess castle room with the ha- that actually has a, a castle bed with a dungeon in the bed. It's really cool. And we have a Pirates of the Caribbean room. So with the Mad Men Magic Kingdom house, I wanted to make every room based on the Magic Kingdom because each park has you know different rides, different experiences in Disney World. And I wanted to leave the door open for me to, if I was to do more down there, to have each house be a different theme park, which I thought would be kind of fun. I've never seen that happen. In. But because we were a Mad Men theme, I thought that Mad Men Magic Kingdom House just sounded really kind of fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun, and uh, I love that uh, those inflatables in that pool. Like it just makes makes me want to just jump on it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I really wanted to actually um, have pictures of people in the pool, like, you know, swimming and and in the hot tub and all that stuff. But um, I haven't gotten there yet. You know, when you run a small business from home, like I do, and you have twin, I have twin three-year-olds. There's so much I want to do, but I have to like pace myself like, okay, I'll get there. I'll do it, you know, but just first things first and, you know, taking care of my family and also taking care of my guests, making sure the guests have the best experience and, um, you know, getting better pictures or you know having different ideas sometimes i have to put that on hold until i you know get other more important things done so that's on the agenda is to is to have people in the pool in some of my right. pictures
1: but you've uh you provide dresses as well like people can uh dress up
0: yeah fairy yeah.
1: tale well, dresses or something
0: yeah princess dresses yeah so in the closet we have like a little uh dress up area for the little girls there's like a little mirror and there's maybe six or seven princess dresses. So when they're coming to the house and they are playing in the princess room in the castle, and there's also a carriage bed, they can actually dress up. And, um, you know, as you're in Disney world, you see the little girls at the parks, almost all of them are dressed up. So I just thought that'd be a really fun thing to do for our guests to let, you know, when they're playing at the house Because a lot of times they'll go to the parks a few days, but they'll also stay at the house a few days. And so, um, I thought that would be fun to have that kind of experience. We also have a little Peter Pan outfit for, we have a Peter Pan room, which is a little bit more of like a mature Peter Pan room. It's not like a kiddie Peter Pan room, but I still thought it'd be fun to have a little Peter Pan outfit for a little boy. So,
1: I don't know. I, I think I, I would prefer to dress up as a princess.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess to each his own. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do like that uh, game room though, that you have as well. Uh, you got pool, you got foosball. And you got yeah, something else? I'm yeah, not sure what that what it is. What is it called?
0: It's called shuffleboard. Um, shuffleboard. Yeah, at almost every property down there, vacation rental, will have a game room. They'll have a pool. They'll have ping pong, or they'll have uh, foosball. But you don't see many that have shuffleboard. And I, I saw this shuffleboard, you know, being sold, and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to get that because I, I mean, I just think it's a fun game, anyways. Like, so I thought it would be something kind of different to have at the house. So.
1: Did you know that Hostfully just released its third annual vacation rental industry study, and it was their biggest report to date? Hostfully gathered data from over 220 vacation rental professionals about trends and the growing complexity facing our industry. The data overwhelmingly shows that managers need to become more sophisticated in how they solve different problems in their business. This is because the degree of competition is increasing, the number and types of software solutions are also increasing, and guest expectations continue to change. What were the biggest pain points facing vacation rental managers last year? What are the most popular software tools managers are using? Did you know that 96% of vacation rental managers plan to grow their business next year? How are they going to achieve this growth? For these answers and so much more, download the report today to get actionable insights to improve your business as we enter 2020. Head to hostfully.com slash 2019 report. All one word to download your free copy today. So that's hostfully.com forward slash 2019 in numbers and then report to one word to download your free copy today. Another thing I noticed uh, in your listing and looking at the pictures is that you've staged the unit very well before taking the pictures. So for example, the the dining table, it's set, it has a, you know, plates and cutlery and all of that, which I think is a really good idea to do.
0: Yeah, I putting, you know, making people feel like they just want to sit right down and start eating a meal. I think, you know, showing a little bit of, you know, not just personality, but, you know, just like really making it so people can actually envision themselves in the property. You know, I I usually put, I have like a glass of wine on the patio table and some like coffee, you know, maybe coffee cups on the coffee table or something like that. So, you know, people can kind of, picture themselves a little bit more, um, in the space, you know, pictures are, you know, very important. You know, the first impression people seeing the pictures and seeing, you know, your reviews, I think is is something that, you know, I get, I get a lot of comments. Oh, your house looks amazing. And then I lo- saw your reviews and then I, you know, I, I can't believe how many, you know, like how many great reviews you have. So I definitely feel like the pictures are important, but also I think people, once they see the pictures, they go to the reviews and they see, you know, what do the people say? And and what are people's comments on the property and the experience? And that's the thing that I think has set me apart is that just when people, after they look at the pictures, you know, they, they'll comment when they, send me an inquiry or they book my place, they say, you know, your place looks amazing. And I know your reviews look great too. So that's why, you know, we chose to stay with you. So I think having both of that customer service, hospitality, as well as having a really nice place is both kind of the key to being successful. It's just a different time and era, I think for vacation rentals, you know, like I think back in the day, You could have a really outdated place and not have even many amenities or anything. But now I think people's expectations are a lot different. And if you can just go above and beyond, then you're going to really set yourself apart from the rest. Because a lot of times these are, a lot of properties are managed by bigger management companies. And they just can't give that same personal experience and care that, you know, if you are like someone like me that, you know, only have a few properties and you're not really this big business, you can give that. That's one thing that you can give that the other people can't. And that will set you apart from everyone else. So I think that's that's something that's really important if you are someone that's smaller like me.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm just looking at your reviews and you've got so many compliments. You know those those compliments that you can give people you can give your host now. Yeah. After yeah. you stay at an Airbnb, they'll they'll ask you like, Hey, well you know, what was special about your stay, you can select all these things. And you've got a lot of compliments, like quick responses, outstanding hospitality, amazing yeah. amenities, tidy display, sparkling clean. So I think your reviews are exceptional. Um, is there anything specific you do in order to get such amazing reviews? And especially your average score, 4.96, is extremely high.
0: Yeah, well, I think... From the very beginning, I, I do, I have a, a guidebook that I have for the guests. So right when the beginning, when they book, I have the hostfully guidebook that you guys, I also found out through your podcast. So I have the guidebook. I send that to them. That is like, has, you know, I have lots of things for them to, um, Information on the house, information on the community, information on the area. I have them, you know, I have tips on how to get places and where to go to eat and what to do on a rainy day and different things like that. So they have all that information right when they book. I also just let them know and, you know, communicate with them. Like if you have any questions, I'd love to answer. Whenever they ask me a question, I always end the conversation with if any other questions that you want to ask or if there's anything else I can do then I'd love to you know help you have the best experience possible so I always I usually I always say something about like I want you to have the best experience that I can possibly give you so I, I communicate that in in the messages that I write them we have a, a a pool and a hot tub in our disney house and I get a lot of people asking me how much does it cost to you know get the pool heated because a lot of people will charge extra for the pool heat and I mean I my main response is you know we don't nickel and dime our guests we want every guest that comes into our property to have the absolute best experience and so so that's like you know what i say if you have any other questions i'd love to answer them and make sure you have a great time so just you know communicating how much i want them to have a good time and i want them a good experience they know they see that trust being built in those interactions and those communications and then i have these automatic messages that i send to the guests that i have you know after the guest arrives And in that, I I also communicate, if you don't believe that this experience and this in our property is a five-star experience, then please let me know as soon as possible so that I have a chance to change your mind and so you can have the best experience that you were looking for. Ever since I started writing that in my messages basically, I'm pretty sure I went from like getting a four-star review here and there to like not getting any four-star reviews. It's just like every single time, even if like there's guests that might not want to give a four-star review, but it's kind of like when you say that, you kind of don't really give them a reason to because you, you have done everything you can in your power to give them the best experience. And people know things happen. So, you know, if something breaks or, you know, whatever it may be, they communicate with me. I'm always, I have my phone on, you know, all the time and I I deal with the situation right away. I call them right when they text me or they message me, you know, I'll call them on the phone and say, Hey, what can I do? What's going on? You know, there's a lot of things I don't have power over, you know, if the hot tub breaks or something like that. But the thing I do have power over is responding right away so that the guest feels um, really cared for. And so, that's something that I've gotten a lot of rev- good reviews for is like, you know, she responds within seconds, within minutes if I have a question or if I have an issue or something. So I don't know if I answered your question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you definitely answered the question. Another question I have for you, because I know you have one listing in uh, Maryland and then you have one in Florida and near uh, Disneyland, right? So, so, how do you manage the remote one in Florida?
0: Well, they're all pretty much remote because they're all like the, the Ocean City, one and the Deep Creek are three hours away from us. So that kind of helped me kind of test the waters. When we got the Ocean City house, it was three hours away. I knew that if I had to drive up there, I could. But when it came down to it, when we had that, when we went live with that property and was managing it, like I never went up there for anything. I just hired, you know, I, I had a handyman. I had my cleaners that I had two things for me. And so I knew that kind of gave me the idea that I would be able to try at least to manage the Disney house remotely. And and so I went into it, not 100% sure I was going to, because a lot of people say, oh, you can't do that. It's, it's too hard. But I was like, you know, let's just try and see if I can, because I did well doing the Ocean City house and I never went up to Ocean City, you know, so it could be the same thing with the Disney house. And it's been the same thing. So thankfully, when I went down there for the renovation, we did a, a complete renovation on the property. And I was down there for about three months um doing the renovation. And when I was down there, I was pretty desperate to get the house on the market because the other thing I do is I share our renovation process and kind of the whole journey on my Instagram and Facebook account. And so in order to try to get people in there as soon as possible to get as many reviews as possible, I have a launching date where I say, this is when we're going to go live on Airbnb. And this is when I'm going to open up the property for, you know, for guests. And I start booking even before the property is done. And so, um, When I did that, I had a launching date. I had guests booked, you know, who were, that were reserved to stay and I had to be done with the renovation. I had to be, so I was trying to get the renovation done and just basically calling on Facebook, asking for any handyman, any person to come help me get this done. I'll pay them, you know, by the hour and all stuff. So I was able to get in touch with, um, this one handyman down there that literally is, you know, been a godsend. And he comes to the house almost every week to do something for me, if not more times. And then I also have cleaners down there that will do things for me too. So if I need, you know, a towel, you know, stained and I need to get in towel, all of them go get a towel for me. If the wine glasses are broke and I need to, you know, get more wine glasses, they'll go to Walmart and get some wine glasses. So thankfully, I think, you know, you just got to get a good team, have people you trust. I was thankful that because I was down there for the renovation, I was able to get to know these people and feel like I could really trust them. So that was something that I, you know, I think it's hard to do unless you can find a team that you can trust that you can get to know on some level. And I was able to do that.
1: Very cool. Now we're running out of time, but I have so many questions left. Actually, <laughs> I feel like we, I feel like we have to do a part two, but before I let you go, you might want to um let our I'll let the audience know where they can find you. And I, I sincerely uh, recommend people to check out your listing because I think they're they're really well done, really put a, little, a lot of effort into it and it's obviously paying off. I think what's really great actually when I think about it is I know that market is so competitive and mm-hmm. uh, the market uh, around uh, Disney world and mm-hmm. you know, you got into this in 2018. So you're relatively new to the space, mm-hmm. well, but you've put in the effort you've, adopted a very professional mindset a mindset of hey let's let's make this the best it can be and it just shows that when you have that mindset and you really put in the effort and you're passionate about what you're doing then you can actually be very successful in a competitive market even as a as a newcomer to the space so I think that's a great and sort of an inspiring message that we can send out to the short rental space uh, as the last kind of broadcast uh, of the decade. So I think that's a pretty good message to end the decade with.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's definitely a space where if you have passion, if you have heart, if you have soul, then you're, you're going to stand out above your competition. And the guests feel that, you're going to get see that in the reviews, you're going to see that in your business. I think that if this is something you don't have to go to school for. You don't have to get a college degree for you. don't, this is a business that you really can be very successful at if you have a lot of passion and a lot of heart and you really care about it. And and I think there's not, there's not a whole, I don't know many businesses that are like that, that you can just start and run. I mean, this kind of business is something you can start small and build. And you know, if I can do this, you know, as a stay at home mom with twins, then I know that every listener that you have, if if they have passion, if they have a desire, if they have a dream, then they really can do it. You know, it, it doesn't take much more than heart and soul, I think. So
1: awesome. So let's let the audience know where they can find you.
0: Okay. Well, I am on Instagram and I have a Facebook business page as well. So I'm actually one of my biggest goals for 2019 was to reach 1000 followers. And I'm literally 11 people shy from that. And I have like, what, 10 days left or something like that. So So it would be awesome if if you guys want to follow me on Instagram. It's um, if you look up Mad Men Vacation Rentals, you will find me and you'll see the picture of our family as my profile picture and get to check out our Disney house. We picture the Disney house and the the beach house as well. And, you know, I, I share on our Instagram page is kind of, it has this it, it also kind of reflects on what we've been talking about today in that it's not just about our property I don't just have pictures of you know, this is the living room This is the dining room over and over and over just like, you know, here's a backyard again I show our experience running the business. I show our family life. I show You know us enjoying the areas ourself as a family going to disney world as a family going to ocean city going to deep creek I make videos on those experiences And I, I basically share just our journey in this whole Airbnb and vacation rental business world, as well as I do promotions and deals and things like that for our properties. So that's the Instagram and Facebook page. So love for you guys to follow me there. We also have a website that's www.madmanvacationrentals.com. And I'm kind of doing, uh, trying to book more directly through my website now just because, you know, I think it's important to have some independence and, um, especially recurrent guests that want to come and stay. Um, I think it saves the guests money on the service fees. And if you've built that trusting relationship, there's no reason why you can't just, you know, have a, an exchange through, you know, a, a direct exchange and you get to know them a little better. They get to know me a little bit better. And I just think again, that personal touch you can actually do more when they book directly through my website. I can kind of get to know a little bit more about them and make their stay a little bit more personal, which is really cool, which is obviously something I'm into. So yeah, go check out my website. We have a little blog on there. I guess they're vlogs (laughs) because I don't really have time to write a whole lot, but I do make videos of our experiences in the different locations and have like restaurant reviews and rides at disney world experiences and different things like that on my website so check that out and you know you send me a message and if anyone ever wants to ask me any questions about anything then please shoot me a message on instagram facebook or through my website i'd love to help anyone if they have any questions about anything want want any help starting their business so
1: Awesome. Thank you for sharing your story. It's an incredible story. Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, let's, uh, let's do a part two and we'll kick off the new decade. I would
0: love that. I feel so blessed and honored to be on your podcast. It's it's honestly been like it sounds kind of silly, I know, but it's been like a dream to be on this podcast, and I cannot believe I'm actually on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really awesome. really awesome for me. In the vacation rental world, like this is like the go-to. This is like you're like the guru. So it's really cool to to be on here and to have an opportunity to share our story with other people. So,
1: well, I really appreciate you. You're coming on, and you've you've done a great great job so I think you can really be an inspiration to other hosts all around the world so thank you so much and uh, we'll, we'll have you back on next week um, so this was it last podcast of the decade before I let you go you know we're gonna kick off 2020 with a blast uh, we are starting a new class with the short-term rental profit Academy where we're helping students in eight in the eight week coaching program where we're doing live calls every week uh, with accountability systems and freedom automation Freedom courses. We've got a lot of great content in there. Um, so if you're interested in launching or scaling your current uh, property management business, get in touch or check out strprofitacademy.com or just should be a message at uh, jasper at getpaidforyourpad.com. And also the third week of January, we're going to have another SDR Legends event. The first one was such a success that we decided to organize a second one so we're going to Cartagena, Colombia. So we have a few spots, just a few spots left. If you want to decide and join us last minute then uh feel free to send me a message. If you have 25 or more properties then we'd love to talk to you and see if we can get you down there. So with that, that's the end of this decade. I uh, wish everybody a happy new year and of course hope to see you back in the new year with part 2 with rebecca because i have so many more questions i want to ask her so
0: <laughs> I thanks can't for wait. listening
1: thanks rebecca thanks and yeah. all the listeners uh, see you in the next
0: decade for your pet get paid 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 for your pet yeah.